0: keeping you from moving forward. Once you complete this free assessment, you'll be able to claim free a copy of Dr. Greer's brand new book, 120 Minutes to Live Big. To get started, visit CanILiveBig.com today. You were made to think big, do big, live big. But tomorrow can be bigger.
1: Hello, welcome to Live Big with Dr. Jared Greer. We believe that the truth of God's Word will empower you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. As always, you can get this message and more at gracechurchva.org. Let's join Dr. Greer for today's Live Big message.
0: Her gentle spirit only made her husband love her more. See, you've been taught wrongly. You think if you scratch out the eyeballs and pull the hair, somehow you're going to make the man love it. I don't understand this about women. I'm not talking about you. It's the woman next to you. I don't understand this about women. Your man stepped out on you but you're going to grab the girl by the hair. Now, I'm not recommending you hit anybody, but if you hit anybody, that was free. But we won't hit in this place, right? All right. But watch what happens. She's, She's such a lady, consummate lady. Then Elkanah... Now, now here you have Panina, you know, all fiery and being nasty and yeah, all that. But all Hannah does is lose her appetite. And then her husband, baby, why are you crying? The other girl was trying to get the attention. But when Hannah just maintained her position and posture, she's the one who got attention.
1: Honey, why, why
0: aren't you eating is something hurting you? Something bothering you? And Panina is... Oh. <laughs> all this happened at the same table. But, you know, sometimes it's hard for men to understand women, so, so Elkida gets it all wrong here. He says, Am I not better to you than ten sons? You see, there are some things that even... A loving spouse in a healthy relationship can't fill. Again, you see, a double portion in one area of your life doesn't always make up for the missing pieces in the other area of your life. Lord, I thank you for all this, but I still want that. And this was her heart. But watch what happens. This is so important. So Hannah arose. A lady But still, at some point, Rosa Parks decided she ain't snatched nobody by the hair. She ain't called nobody out of her name. She just decided, I'm too tired to get up. And at some point, you got to rise up on the inside. And I believe Hannah got a look on her face. And it was a look that, that, that they had not seen before. And everybody knew, oh, it's about to happen. It's about to happen. <laughs> but, but watch her, watch her, watch her. After they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, she maintained her manners through the whole meal. You have Panina rolling her eyes, acting, kicking her under the table. But but Hannah is still using the right fork and the the, the right knife. She's still cutting the food, wiping her mouth. Hannah recognizes that there's nothing more attractive to a man than a woman. See, y'all didn't hear me. I'm not talking to you again. I'm talking to your neighbor. Some of our mamas taught us to act like men to beat our husband. That's why he's not attracted to you. I know it got quiet in here. Listen to me. You're going to say I'm old-fashioned. I'm Bible. Men and women are equal, but thank God they're not the same. Our culture's getting stuff confused. Where we're the same. She trying to be me, me trying to be she. What attracts me to my wife is the difference. And the moment she's like me, I lose it all. You hear what I'm saying? So keep doing you, young lady. Keep, keep being a woman. You can be a woman and, and still get the job done. All right, I'm back to the book. Now, Eli, the priest, was sitting on the seat of the doorpost tabernacle, just doing what priests did. And she came in bitterness of soul. As Fannie Lou Hamer said, she got sick and tired of being sick and tired. But this is important. Please hear me. I'm almost, if you could hear the heart of God, he's like pleading with you through this message. She did not turn on her family. She didn't even turn on Penina. She turned to God. And we're like, I just need to give her a piece of my mind. You don't have enough pieces to be giving them all, all the way. Turn to God. When, when people start, that's what Jesus said turn the other cheek. He's not saying you're just going to get beat up. And you know, they hit you there. Turn to me. I got you. I'll defend the other cheek. I'll take care of you. Well, she turned to God and prayed to the Lord, the only one who would help. And she wept in anguish. She let it all out to the Lord. When I give him my problems. Again, he gives me solutions. But she does something different. She, she probably prayed, uh, cried before. She probably prayed before. But in verse 11, she added something. And James, even before I read it, makes this clear. He said, you know, you ask and receive not because you ask amiss to, to just receive it and sow it on your own uh, lusts. She said this. Well, the Bible says this. Then she made a vow and what? Said. What was different about this prayer is she made a vow. This is important. Prayers are not consecrated until they're dedicated. Never ask God for something you're not willing to give back to him. Abraham believed for 20, 30 years for a son. But then the day came. God said, Abraham, take your son. the, 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 The son you love and sacrifice. And Abraham was willing to give back to God the things he gave him. And the moment something God gives you, you become unwilling to give back to him. It becomes an idol. So many times we want something from God, but all God sees is a polished idol in our hearts and our lives. Because we really don't want to give it to God. We just want to take it for ourselves. Then she made a vow and watch her prayer. She says, O Lord of hosts. The first time this, this Jehovah Sabbath is used, Lord of Hosts is used, is in this chapter. And the word Lord of Hosts literally means God of a multitude, the God of numbers that cannot be counted. Please notice what she's brilliant, brilliant here. It's remarkable what she does. She, in her fruitlessness, in her feelings of uselessness, she called the God. Of countlessness. Amen. You see, she did not shrink her image of God to fit her situation. Instead, she let her image of God shrink her situation. She was a woman who didn't have another. She could be counted. I mean, she was just one. So in her pain, she called on the answer. Lord, I am barren, but, but you are fruitful. God, God, I am needy, but you are supply. She called the answer. God, you are countless, and I can't even have one. She called on the answer in the problem. And in the Bible, when God introduces a new name, it's because he's about to give a person a new revelation. And it's the barren who need a revelation of the innumerable. A God that oversees the multitude. And what is the need in your life? And have you learned God's name in that area of need? Asking from him. Verse 12. And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli saw her mouth. What was in her heart was too big for words now. It says, Now Hannah spoke in her heart. Only her lips moved. But her voice was not heard. This was a smart woman. But there just were not enough. Not enough words in the Hebrew language, if you will. It was not enough words in dictionaries to say the things that she wanted to say. And and that's sometimes why we cry. Because we run out of words. It's just not an intellectual. We run out of words and all we can do is weep and and moan. and, And this is where she was. She didn't have anything articulate, anything clever to say except, God, I stand in need. And she stood. But in this church, they weren't used to a whole lot of that. Everybody was formal. Everybody had on their polished suit and, and put on their high voice when they prayed to God, oh God, thou art most high. And, and, and they didn't understand what was going on here. Their Eli. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. See, everybody's not going to always get you. And even the best motivated people may misunderstand at times, but just give them time and God will turn it around. So, so Eli now, That doesn't understand what's happening. So how long will you be drunk? She's just praying. (laughs) Put your wine away from you. But Hannah, who 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 could have very easily got an attitude. Hannah could have very easily started jerking her neck, smacking her finger, and and all the rest in Samuel's face. After all, Samuel had some, he he had some children problems. His children were the corrupt priests. She went, well, don't be talking about me. Your children run straight. She didn't do none of that. Watch the way she responded to the priest. No, my Lord. Oh. Oh. She called him, Lord. Can you still be respectful? Can you keep your heart sweet when someone's gotten you all wrong? Again, there's no wagging the finger, no flipping over tables. She just very calmly answered for herself. She said, sir, I have neither drunk wine nor intoxicating drink. But I know everybody else is playing church. I'm not. But I have poured out my soul before the Lord. This was not just some formal, self-righteous prayer. I mean, this was a situation where her wig was turned backwards. Her makeup was running down her face. She kicked off her shoes. And she was getting serious with the only one who could help. She said, do not consider, she's appealing. Your maidservant, a wicked woman... For out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken until now. Here's something it took me years to learn, but I finally started understanding. When I am dealing with overwhelming pain and my heart is hurt, pain is one of the greatest, God's greatest calls to prayer you will ever experience. Don't ever waste all that pain, all that hurt, all that brokenness, on feeling sorry for yourself. Because when, you, when, when I have a moment of pain, I, I don't want to waste even a drop of it. What I do is I take all that pain. The Bible says, when I'm weak, he's strong. So Lord, I, I, Lord, I bring to you my hurt. I bring to you my brokenness. And what God said, well now, in, in your weakness, I will make you strong. You give me what hurts, I will give you what can overcome. And, and in that moment, I take it. And as I give it to him, it gives me supernatural strength. Supernatural. I can't explain it, but there's a great exchange that happens. But but the only way it happens, if I don't waste it on calling someone on the phone, talking about how ugly God is and, and the universe has been mean to me, and it just ain't fair. But when I bring the pain to God, he'll take it. Many of you have wasted your tears looking in the mirror. I've done this as a kid, but I had more than more than my. my I, I, uh, I've had a few girlfriends in my life, and it was amazing how often, right after a girl started crying, oh God, I'm not saying this. I know she, she she'd go in the mirror to look at herself. Yeah, some of it was to fix up, but another part was to say, oh, don't I look miserable? Oh. Look what he did to me. You missed an opportunity. When you're hurting that bad, don't you dare pat yourself on the back. Man, that is spiritual currency. Don't waste it. Take it to the Lord. Say, Lord, this hurts deeply. The pain in the Messiah redeemed the whole world. He didn't waste a drop in self-pity. Father, forgive them. But my God, my God, why has thou abandoned me? You hurt me, God. This hurts. He talked to God about his pain. And he cast it in and it purchased our redemption. So I've learned when I'm hurting to take it to God that will exchange it for strength. And Eli said, go in peace. See, didn't get her at first because you hung in there, didn't get an attitude. Just a consummate lady. May the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. She didn't take matters into her own hands. She refused to get down on Penina's level. And here's something I know. Success is the best revenge. You don't have to grab her by the hair. I don't know why I keep using the same illustration. You don't have to flip the table over. You don't have to do a Housewives of Atlanta and pour the drink. You can stay above the fray. That's what Christ did on the cross. And that's what you could do in your situation. Skip to verse 19. We're two or three verses away from done. And Elkanah knew his wife, Hannah. Hannah. The NIV says they made love. (laughs) The Bible says, and the Lord was in the room. Don't be locking him out of your bedroom. He'll make it get good. All right. And the Lord remembered her. God not only remembered how she prayed, but he also remembered how elegantly she handled the situation. You know, nowadays in our culture, everybody wants to dress down. We, we, we've lost our sense of elegance. Everybody wants to keep it so real. We're really keeping it low. Everybody just wanted to be 100. And sometimes you just got to rise above. Yeah. There's a lot of people in this room, the same racial background as myself. And one thing that so endeared our people to this nation was the dignity. I Man, it'd be Jim Crow, but we keep our head up. I mean, we, we faced some of the, the most difficult, but we would keep our head up. We, we would handle the situation, and, and, and there was a dignity about us. But people, we're losing that dignity. Yeah. We're losing that elegance. And we just go down into the mud in the lowest denominator with everybody else. Sometimes you got to rise above it. Sometimes you got to turn the other cheek. Sometimes you got to prove yourself to be a little bit more of what that person thought of you was trying to make of you. I'm preaching pretty good. Verse 20. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son. She got what she wanted without regrets. This is important. There was no guilt about how she conducted herself. The priest was wrong. Her husband didn't really get it. Certainly Penina was wrong, but she kept her head up. She remained the lady that she was. And it just made her husband fall more and more and more. In love with her. That's why she stayed in the first seat. You see, there's no pillow as soft as a clear conscience. Yeah. Twenty-one, and we're through. And the Lord, now He already gave her a baby, but she gave the baby back to God. But when she gave that baby back to God, it it, it was grounds for God to give a personal visitation to her. It says, "And the Lord visited Hannah." So that she conceived, watch this, and bore three sons, three, and two daughters. You see, when we're willing to give God our first, it will unlock the rest. You see, what she was willing to let go of determined how much she could receive. The answer to your prayer, the season that God wants you to step into, You are not going to be able to step into it acting like you did in the last season. In this season, you can't flip over the table. You can't be pouring and spilling drinks. You can't be pulling hair, scratching our eyeballs. You can't be punching people in the lip. This is a whole different season that calls for a dignity and a depth, a Christ-likeness like many of us have never experienced. This season, God wants to bring beauty back, class back, That's good. That's good. elegance back. I know you watch TV and everybody's trifling. It's just, they're just trifling, trifling. That's why we got to look to the book for refreshing. And my hope today is you have a picture of a woman who remained a lady. You know, early in... My marriage, I'm a lot better now. I'm still, she laughed, so. (laughs) I'm getting better at least. When I was young, me and my wife get in an argument, I blow up like a frog, you know. And uh, I have a loud voice as it is naturally, so it's no excuse, but my voice, man. And my wife didn't really even speak the language real well at first. You know, I would, no, 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 She'd just be quiet. Ever the lady. And even if I was wrong, just by her gentle demeanor, I start feeling. I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> you see, if she escalated with me, did yeah. I feel justified in escalation? And I'm not going to let nobody outman me. So when she starts trying to, it's going to keep going. But when she kind of pulled back and de-escalated, she required me to become more of a man. See, mama don't teach us that no more. But, But we have to learn to remain.
1: You are listening to the Live Big broadcast with Dr. Derek Greer. We pray that you are inspired to think big, do big, and live big. Our goal is to compel you to live in a way that overflows and blesses those around you. Find out more about this broadcast, Grace Church, and Dr. Derek Greer at gracechurchva.org. Dr. Greer and his wife, Pastor Yermitu, invite you to meet them at Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia for vibrant worship, Bible teaching, and fellowship each Sunday and Wednesday. Click gracechurchva.org for service times, directions, and much more. Again, that's gracechurchva.org. This has been Live Big with Dr. Derek Greer. Watch the Live Big broadcast Monday through Friday and every Sunday. Check your local TV listings or visit gracechurchva.org for the broadcast schedule. That's all the time we have. But until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big.
0: Life of influence isn't achieved overnight. It's it's built through consistent application of wisdom and hard work. In my brand new book, 120 Minutes to Live Big, I provide you with 120 bite-sized nuggets of insights on practical topics such as marriage and finances, as well as wisdom for personal growth and leadership development. Then I ask you some very penetrating questions that help you reflect and apply what you've learned. This book will stimulate self-examination and provide fuel for personal transformation. The best thing about it is I'm offering this book to you absolutely free. That's right. A free copy of 120 Minutes to Live Big, mailed to you as a gift. I'll also give you 30-day access to my Growth Lab, a program designed to help you grow from good to great, mediocre to extraordinary, from small to big. It's my prayer that this gift leaves you with a burning desire to be better and become everything that God wants you to be. So if you want to live a life that overflows and blesses others, This gift is just for you. Claim your free book and and get uh, your free 30-day access to my growth lab. To do that, all you have to do is visit dgmfree.com. That's dgmfree.com.